Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Rates and Lanes with Rico Mohammed. This is the show where we improve your knowledge of the freight market, improve your bottom line, and improve the transportation industry as a whole. We're talking rates and lanes. Let's move on down the audio road. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here on the Rates and Lanes podcast. Tonight we will be joined by our resident mentor, Chuck Snow. Chuck, if you're on the lines, go ahead and press 1 so we can get you up and in, lock you in. Uh, if you have a question, you already know what it is that you want to talk about, you can go ahead and press 1 as well. We can get you screened in. Tonight we want to start off by talking about uh, the contest. There we, we have... Each podcast and each show on the Audio Road Network has been awarded a free CMC seat to give away. So we wanted to try to get some suggestions. We have until the end of the month of July to give that seat away. So we were thinking about trying to have some suggestions between this week and next week as to how we can have a little contest to make it a little fair. For all of the listeners that are listening in, that if you would like to go to the CMC and get a free seat to the CMC, uh, we want to try to help you accomplish that goal, uh, but we want to try to make it as fair and as evenly as possible for everybody that's listening in. Uh, so we just wanted to come up with some different ideas. We wanted to try to get you guys involved ideas from the listenership to see what would be a good way to give away that free seat. I was thinking about maybe um, we might do a, um, a a trivia question or something along those lines, but I'm open for suggestions. Uh, anything that we got by, by uh, the end of the show tonight, by next week's show, we want to start trying to implement a couple of different things and uh, get that ball rolling so we can be ready to give that seat away. If you've never attended the CMC or if you haven't had an opportunity, if you've never heard of the CMC, the CMC stands for Certified Master Contractors. Uh, it is one of the industries, you know, in one of my humble opinion, uh, one of the best educational and one of the very few tangible, actionable, educational uh, boot camps that you could probably go to for the trucking industry. Uh, it's basically Kevin Rutherford and the entire Less Truck team pouring knowledge into you, uh, trying to help you out in every aspect of your business, whether that be from, um, you know, the accounting aspect, getting everything, getting your ducks in a row, knowing your numbers, setting up, learning how to do your numbers, uh, negotiation tactics, learning how to do negotiations. It's all the stuff that you hear us talk about here and that Kevin talks about that all the podcasts talk about, but it's actually a more hands-on, more intensified. If you can take that, imagine what it is that we do here and magnify that times 10, it's it's really um, quite different than anything else that you can really describe. And on top of that, the other thing that kind of helps sets it apart is you get an actual chance to put faces with uh, uh, names with faces get a chance to meet people, get a chance to network and build relationships. As a matter of fact, the CMC is, is directly responsible for helping um, actually get an opportunity to meet Chuck Snow and, and talk with him face-to-face and, and develop and cultivate our relationship was based strictly off of us being able to bump into each other there at the CMC. And and, and our relationship had just grown from that standpoint. Uh, so it's Definitely worthwhile to, uh, if you want to pay to go, I would recommend you go ahead and set yourself up, get get plugged in to get you a seat reserved. But you have an opportunity of a lifetime. We're going to be giving a seat away here on the Racing Lanes podcast. We just want to try to get some different suggestions from you guys on how, uh, what would be the best way to try to give that seat away. So we can you can send us those suggestions on the Racing Lanes Facebook page. You can just write us, drop us a little note. And we'll take all those things under advisement. And within the next week or so, we want to get that rolling out uh, by next week's show so we can start getting that thing in place and get get everything 
rolling to uh, be ready to give that seat away. The only thing that we ask is that if you do happen to be the person that's fortunate enough to win the seat, make sure that you take advantage of it. Make sure that you uh, have the time available to go and attend and be and participate and, and get the full value out of uh, you getting the seat. If you can't really go, then, uh, you know, just um, kindly, uh, you know, let us know so we can try to give that seat away to someone that is a deserving caller or listener that is listening in that wants to go and can participate. If you can't participate, I totally understand that uh, the CMC will be held in September. I need to get those exact dates uh, so that uh, I can pass that information on to you guys as well. But without any further ado, let's jump over and get the show underway, talking about rates and lanes. We're looking at this week from the USDA the Fruit and Vegetable Report. If you go to the Rates and Lanes Facebook page, we have a picture and a link up over there for you right now for your viewing pleasure. You can click on that link, go to uh, the full report, and get the more in-depth version of the report, more in-depth information, more than what we cover here on the podcast. We just kind of give you a gloss over uh, of the first page. And speaking of that, we're looking at areas with uh, truck shortages, and those areas right now that has shortages of trucks is eastern North Carolina and Charleston, Beaufort District, South Carolina. Those are the two areas right now that are showing outright shortages of trucks. So those are really good areas if you happen to be trying to work the spot market, really good areas that you might want to be in to uh, maximize your potential on the spot market. Areas with a slight shortage of trucks that are being reported. Southern New Mexico has is being reported a slight shortage of trucks. And Texas, coming out of Texas right now, there's a slight shortage of trucks in Texas. Moving on around, areas that you might want to avoid, areas you want to proceed with caution, slight surplus of trucks in the area is Columbia Basin, Washington. That's Washington State. And areas with outright surpluses of trucks have uh, been this way for quite a while now. Uh, San Luis Valley, Colorado. San Luis Valley, Colorado is uh, really a bad area right now if you're trying to move anything on the spot market. Um, and really, it's kind of a desolate area all around. But if you got some direct or if you got some contract stuff in there, then you, you are set up pretty. But if you're going in there on the spot market, you want to make sure you take your backhaul. We're going into Colorado right now. Moving on, jumping over to this week's DAT trend lines report. There's a copy of this report for your viewing pleasure as well up on the Rates and Lanes Facebook page. And this week... For June 8th through the 24th, although several, um, excuse me, although severe weather disrupted freight movements in the South, demand remained strong nationally and rates continued to hover at two-year highs. National average van rates held steady for the third week in a row, while reefer rates gained one cent per mile and flatbed rates dipped by one cent. Demand and rates have risen even higher this week in the run-up to the uh, July 4th weekend and the end of the second quarter. So let's take a look and go dig in a little bit more in depth, looking at the drive van demand and capacity portion of this week's trend lines report. National van load postings increased by 5% and truck postings declined by 1%. That caused the load to truck ratio to rise by 6%, pushing it up to 5.5 loads per truck. The national average van rate was unchanged compared to the previous week. Taking a look back historically at this very same time last year, van load post jumped up by 22% in May compared to, um, compared to April. Truck post also rose 13%, contributing to 8% increase in the national load-to-truck ratio. At 3.7 van loads per truck, the ratio has risen by 109% from where it was in May of 2016. So we have significant movement over the course and span of one year's time. Right now, the national van, uh, van, drive van 
load to truck ratio on the spot market sits at 5.5 loads per truck nationally. Fortunately, that's a good thing with the loads truck being high because fuel prices are steady dropping. Uh, we have a 1.2% decrease in the national average of diesel. National average price for diesel is sitting at $2.46 per gallon right now. Moving on and jumping into the rate portion of the trendline report for dry vans, for the third week in a row, the national average van rate held steady at $1.79 per mile nationally. Rates increased in several major van markets, including Atlanta, Dallas, and Chicago, but rates dipped in Seattle. So let's take a look regionally dry vans to see how the spot market was performing starting out in the northeastern portion of the United States. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania checks in showing average spot market rates at $1.65 per mile. Moving down into the southeastern portion of the United States, Atlanta, Georgia kicks in showing average spot market rates for dry vans at $2.29 per mile and that actually leaves the country on the spot market for dry vans coming out of Atlanta. Moving up into the Midwestern portion of the United States, Chicago, Illinois checks in showing average spot market rates at $2.08 per mile. Dropping down into the South Central portion of the United States, dry van rates coming out of Dallas, Texas showing average rates of $1.82 per mile. And moving out west, the city of Angels, Los Angeles, California, wrapping up this week's dry van rate report showing $2.28 per mile for dry vans coming out of Los Angeles. Jumping over into this week's U.S. flatbed demand and capacity report. Excuse me, I forgot to give you historical data for dry vans. Let me get the rate information for the historical data for dry vans. Uh, just so we can just have something to compare off of. The national average rate increased $0.02 cents in May compared to April at $1.69 per mile. The national average rate was $0.15 cents higher than it was this time in May of 2016, just for a little um, historical perspective on where rates have been moving. Now let's jump over into that flatbed information. For the week of June 18th through the 24th, flatbed load truck ratio has receded a little bit to hitting its highest level in two years. Flatbed load posts declined by 3%, while truck posts increased by 3%. That caused the load to truck ratio to dip 6% down to 41.8 loads per truck. And I don't know if you can really call 41.8 loads per truck really going down. Um, but the national average flatbed rate was lower compared to the previous week. Historically, compared to April, flatbed load postings dropped 3% in May, while truck posts rose 16%. That pushed the load-to-truck ratio down by 16%, down to 36.6 loads per truck nationally. Compared to May of 2016, the ratio has soared by 117%. Let's go and see how those flatbed rates were performing over the previous week. National average flatbed rate slipped by one cent, two dollars and fifteen cents per mile nationally, after hitting its highest level in nearly two years the previous week. Taking a look historically, flatbed, flatbed rates increased by three cents in May compared to April. The national average rate of two dollars and ten cents per mile. 18 cents higher than it was in May of 2016. Let's take a look around the country, see how those rates were performing regionally. Starting out in the northeastern portion of the United States, we have Harrisburg, PA, kicking in, showing $3.41 per mile on average on the spot market. Moving down into the southeastern portion of the United States, we have Atlanta, Georgia, checking in, showing average spot market rates for flatbeds at $2.61 per mile. Moving up into the Midwest, Rock Island, Illinois, checking in, showing average spot market rates at 
56 cents per mile. Moving down into the south central portion of the United States, Houston, Texas checking in, showing average spot market rates for flatbeds at $2.45 per mile. And wrapping up the west coast, coming in Phoenix, Arizona, showing average spot market rates of $1.76 per mile for flatbeds. Pretty much everywhere but the west coast, it sounds like the right place to be uh, if you happen to be moving a flatbed or a step deck. Let's go and jump into the segment that's near and dear to my heart, the Reefer Demand and Capacity Report for the week of June 18th through 20 through the 24th. Reefer load postings increased by 10% while truck postings declined by 4%. That caused the load-to-truck ratio to rise by 14% to 10.4 loads per truck. The national average spot market rate for reefers increased by one cent per mile. Historically, reefer load posts in May were 21% higher than in April, and truck posts increased by 17%. That led to a 4% rise in the load-to-truck ratio from 6.6 up to 6.8 loads per truck nationally. Compared to May of 2016, the load-to-truck ratio was up by 98N and see how U.S. reefer rates were performing. Over the previous week, the national average reefer rate increased one cent to $2.12 per mile, the highest average in nearly two years. Rates moved higher in Fresno, Atlanta, and Chicago, but prices fell in McAllen, Texas. Taking historical perspective on rates, spot market reefer rates increased eight cents in May Compared to April at $2.02 per mile, the May average rate was 13 cents higher than it was at the exact same time one year ago. Taking a look regionally to wrap up the DAT trend lines report starting out in the northeastern corridor, Elizabeth, New Jersey checks in. Average spot market rates for reefers at $1.66 per mile. Dropping down the southeastern portion of the United States, Lakeland, Florida checks in, showing average spot market rates for reefers at $1.93 per mile. Green Bay, Wisconsin checking in, leading the charge, leading the pack nationally, as it normally always does for reefers showing average spot market rates of $2.77 per mile. Dropping down into the south central portion of the United States, McAllen, Texas checking in, showing that average spot market rate for reefers at $1.98 per mile. And moving out west, Fresno, California checking in, showing average spot market rates at $2.43 per mile for reefers. And that, ladies and gentlemen, will wrap up this week's DAT trend lines report. But one more segment that we're going to jump into really quickly before we bring on Chuck, and this is the kind of the uh, segment that uh, I kind of I, I, I want to bring awareness to, but it's kind of sad. That's the, this is the bad broker report. Uh, since we did the report last week, it has grown exponentially. And we've got a lot of people on this report. So uh, you guys pay close attention to it. And hopefully um, you're, not in, you're not in bed with any of these people. And uh, you're not going to be in a situation where you got to try to wrestle to get your money back. And just, but this, just put this on your radar. The bad broker report for this week. Get your pens and paper ready. Uh, first one on the, the debut on the list for this week. Burbex Enterprise, Inc. Their MC number unfortunately starts in uh, 245-904. That's 245-904. They've been around for a little while. FMCSA shows surety bond scheduled for cancellation on 716-17. They have over $15,000 in non-payment complaints that have been reported. IGH Logistics, Inc., their MC number is 728-283. They have over $13,000 in non-payment complaints that have been reported. Basic Enterprise, Inc., MC number is 512-341. They have over $6,000 in non-payment complaints that have been reported. 
EMR Logistics, Inc. Their MC number is 847-359. Excuse me, 847-359. FMCSA shows that the trust fund is canceled. Over $41,000 in active non-payment complaints have been reported. Canning Logistics Services, LLC. MC number is 671-340. FMCSA shows surety bond canceled on 2-26-17. Over $31,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. CNJ Logistics, Inc., their MC number is 420-657. FMCSA shows canceled on 629-17. Over $177,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. Macro Logistics LLC, Macro Transportation LLC. MC number is 736882. FMCSA shows trust fund canceled on 6417. Over $61,000 in active non payment complaints have been reported. Omni Specialized LLC. MC number is 957641. FMCSA shows shorty bond counseled. Over $61,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. Georgia Line Logistics, LLC. Uh, FMCSA shows that trust fund counseled on 621.17. Over $7,000 in active non-payment complaints have been reported. I do not have a MC number for Georgia Line Logistics, LLC. TransSafe Logistics, LLC, TransSafe Carriers, Inc. MC number is 834-717. Surety bond is canceled. Over $8,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. Ramar Transportation, Inc., MC number 300208. Surety bond canceled per FMCSA over $18,000 in non payment complaints. And we got a lot of low MC numbers that are making this report. This next one, I'm not sure I may be butchering their name. Uh, Conce Brothers Lumber Company, Sisters Trucking. Uh, MC, their MC number is 550813. FMCSA shows trust fund canceled on 5-11-17. Over $19,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. Lake State Brokerage, Inc., Lake State Transport. MC number is 246129. FMCSA shows trust fund canceled. Over $16,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. JNC Transportation Corporation. MC number is 582574. FMCSA shows that trust fund is canceled over $19,000 and non payment complaints have been reported. Dash Logistics. MC number is 899982. Over $3,000 in payment complaints, non payment complaints. American Optimized Logistics Solutions Group, Inc. Their MC number is 578607. FMCSA shows surety bond canceled on 5317. Over $48,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. T&B Logistics. Their MC number is 960098. FMCSA shows trust fund canceled on 31517. Over $57,000 in non payment complaints have been reported. Ford Freight Solutions LLC. This is kind of sad. This report has grown leaps and bounds from this time last week. This is not, I'm not going back. This is the amount of people that I'm reading off on this report or the people that have been added to this report since we last broadcast last Wednesday. This is this. Be aware, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You're working on the spot market with some of these people. 
Make sure you're doing your due diligence. Make sure that you are doing your credit checks um, and, and that you're up and aware of, of these people. Getting back into the report, um, Forward Freight Solutions, LLC, their MC number is 912-282. Over $1,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. Maybe they might be able to get that one squared away. That that doesn't sound like too bad. No, nothing uh, FMCSA is not uh, intervening as of yet. Um, International Logistics Management, Inc., MC number is 712067. FMCSA shows surety bond canceled on 31317. Over $13,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. Valencia Freight Company, Inc., their MC number is 972537. FFCSA shows trust fund counsel. Over $43,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. Overland Express LLC, MC number is 515790. Trust fund is canceled. Over $30,000 in non-payment complaints have been reported. Olathe Trucking, Inc., MC number is 517 303, Trust Fund Council. This broker also has common ownership in Olathe Trucking LLC. That MC number is 272-223. These two brokerages have unpaid carrier invoices that collectively exceed over $40,000 in non-payment complaints. Uh, Olathe Trucking, the last one on the list again is Olathe Trucking LLC, so they're covering both of the uh, two different uh, has uh, that MC number for Olay Trucking LLC is MC number is 272-223. And once again, same information that we just read off FMCSA shows that the surety bond has renewed Tri-Gain Logistics. Uh-oh, this is new information. I'm sorry. FMCSA shows surety bond has renewed Tri-Gain Logistics formerly as Olathe Trucking LLC, this broker also has common ownership as known as Olathe Trucking Inc. That MC number is 517303. These two brokerages have unpaid carrier invoices that collectively exceed over $40,000 in non-payment complaints. Now, this is what I don't understand. If if this if the dots have been connected, I thought that it was supposed to be some type of regulation to prevent this chameleon carrier and chameleon broker situation from taking place. I'm not sure how this happens to be slipping through the cracks, but nevertheless, want to inform you guys and let you guys know uh, here on the Race and Lanes podcast what you may be up against when you're dealing with some of these people. Do your homework. Do your due diligence. Make sure that you are not getting taken advantage of by any of these uh, bad actors. Hopefully some of them get their act together. There was a lot of really low MC numbers in that list, and that is really unfortunate. Um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, let's go and grab my main man, uh, our resident mentor here on the Race and Lanes podcast, owner of Traffics, uh, they are the oldest brokerage up in Canada. They also have uh, trucks and everything else, so he has both hats. He can talk to us from both perspectives as broker and as fleet owner. So if you got any questions on how you can help grow, your, you know, if you want to pick somebody's brain on how you can, things that you can do to grow your company, different uh, little nuances that you want to learn, we got someone on the line right now that can actually give you some actionable information that you can take and implement to try to get you closer to obtaining your goal. Mr. Chuck Snow joins us right now. Chuck, thanks for your time. Thanks for calling in. Uh, how are you today? We're doing well, Rico. Well, not really well after that list of, on the delinquent broker report that you read off. My gosh, that thing, it's going to use up the whole show next week if this keeps up. It's not good. <laughs> That's not, it's you know, not good. It is not good. Yeah, I'm not happy to see anybody's demise in this business. And, and I know a lot of innocent people get taken on these deals, and it, and it's just a sad state of affairs, especially when you see some of those low MC numbers um, that, gosh, they've got to be 30 years old, 40 years old, and for whatever reason or reasons, uh, you know, these companies are, are not going to be solvent for much longer. 
and it's too bad. It's, a, it's you know, it comes with the territory. It's, we're in a changing world, and people have to change with it. And we don't want our listeners to be in any financial demise. So it's a good thing they're 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 listening to this show and other shows like this, where they can educate themselves. Maybe the brokers should listen to some business advice along the way, and they wouldn't have been in that trouble either. Yeah, hopefully, um, I, hopefully a couple of those guys might be able to, you know, especially like the one for uh, like under a thousand dollars. Hopefully, they should, yeah. they should have taken care of that, and not even and not even had their name even be, uh, you know, make it make it to the blotter like that. But yeah, uh, usually, but yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's much to save in a lot of these. If they're, you know, if they've got those low numbers, they've been in business a long time. And no one's thrown them a Hail Mary pass yet. Um, I don't know if they're about to get one. Right, right. So uh, what's been going on? What's going on in the world of trackers over that way? we um been a little while since we talked, um, you know, maybe catch everybody up and, and let everybody know what, what you guys got going on over there. And, and uh, you hit me with some information right before we came on the air, and, and I definitely want to uh, explore that. Yeah, that was an interesting read this morning that somebody had sent me from a publication called Zero Hedge, um, and apparently you know, uh, it was quoted by a gentleman from uh, the Do- Deutsche Bank, uh, one of the logistics analysts, uh, Amit uh, Naroda, I don't know if I'm saying that right, that apparently the Walmart and Amazon battle is really heating up to the point where um, Walmart has started to warn carriers that are doing business with them that if they do business with Walmart as well, they're going to be cut off from Walmart. Um, it comes from a reliable source. It just shows you how hot this market is. And, and I, have my, uh, I have my personal opinion about this, where, and that is that trucking companies, really, we are – these are public commercial vehicles, as we call them up in Canada. Uh, they're for hire vehicles, and pretty hard to tell a customer of any sort. It would be pretty hard to say, I can't do business with you because um, if I do business with you, I lose this other customer. We're there to serve the whole public, but presume Walmart's done their homework and they can do this because they're big guys, as is uh, Amazon. It's just, uh, it looks like this war is heating up in the retail world. Well, yeah, and with the news of Amazon coming out and buying, uh, getting ready to take over Whole Foods, I mean, that that's really a significant chunk of, uh, when you really think about all that Amazon brings to the table and then they're taking over Whole Foods as well, um, that's, that's pretty dang on significant. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because we there were a few of us talking here today and somebody said, when we were talking about this, they said, well, uh, people that buy their groceries at Walmart probably wouldn't be the same people buying their groceries at uh, Whole Foods. But what a lot of people don't realize is is that Walmart is the largest seller of organic fruits and vegetables in all of North America. So, you know, there's, there's something going on there. Um, and there's certainly an awful lot of infighting going on, and everybody's worried about losing market share. Mm. It, this is definitely going to be interesting. Definitely going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah. we, we got, um, and, and like Chuck said, the, the, the dang on bad broker report took up so much time. We got about 30 minutes left in the show. Just want to give everybody a heads up on the line. I see we got a lot of callers tonight. If you got a question or if you want to say something to get something in, Go ahead and press one. That gets you up on on board. We can get you screened in so that we can get to you before uh, tonight's show ends. And uh, Chuck, I don't know if you got a chance to hear me at the beginning of the show, but uh, we've got information from uh, uh, Kevin and Lisa Rutherford that every podcast has been gifted one seat to give away to the CMC. And uh, oh. just wanted to, uh, yeah, yeah. So we want to try to have like a little contest here. Um, I'll try to take suggestions from uh, from people that listen to, listeners of the show to find out, um, you know, what what suggestions would they have us do? What kind of contest would they like to have? I was thinking maybe 
maybe doing some type of trivia or something. I'll think of some type of trivia if we don't get any any good suggestions here. Uh, but uh, just want to maybe you can tell everybody too, just to kind of reiterate uh, your experience about the CMC. As I was explaining to everybody, you know, the CMC was directly responsible for giving uh, me and you an opportunity to actually meet face to face and help develop in our relationship. Um, was was where we actually. Um, Kind of, kind of bumped everything, jumped everything off from our stand, uh, from our standpoint of our relationship. Well, Rico, I got uh, as I said to somebody recently uh, when I told them about it, and they they knew a little bit about it. And they said, "Well, I really can't afford to go." And I looked at them in the eye and I said, "You can't afford not to go." And you have mm. to take a week off your business, but it's boot camp for truckers. And I think Kevin and Lisa have done a, a really good job in, in the last four or five years since I've known them in changing this thing and streamlining it so that when people go into the CMC, you have different, not everybody needs to hear the same thing. You know, you've got some people there that are brand new in the business and you have other people that are their drivers that are thinking they want to become owner-operators, and then you have some um, some owner-operators that maybe lease on with a company like Landstar or whoever, and they're thinking about getting their own authority. And then you also have those people that do have their own authority, and they're looking to, to do their business better, and they're looking to streamline their business. And there's something there for everybody. There is no way that you can go to the CMC for the entire six days or whatever it is and come out and not make money on this. This is going to teach you things that you never thought of. There's just there's just great teachers there. And Kevin is a is a, a wonderful teacher. Um, and as are some of the other people and some of the people that he had. One of my favorites was uh, Dan Baker, who I've met a couple times and. And to hear his stories uh, there, it, it's almost worth the price of admission, uh, admission just to go right. to your Dan Baker. Uh, but you're going to learn things. You're going to learn how to make your business more efficient. And in the end, you're going to learn how to make more money. You're going to learn how not to deal with people like these people on the bad broker report. You know, if you, you know, you're hearing these numbers of what is owed and, you know, 60000 and 40000 19000 that's all truckers' money. And you could right. avoid those mistakes by running your business better, by dealing with better brokers, by being a better carrier. And if you're a better carrier, you don't have to deal with these guys. The, the people that pay their bills are going to want to deal with you, especially in this market. This market is starting to heat up. And I think sometimes when you're dealing with a hot market, you've got to be that much more careful to make sure that you're dealing with the right people because I'm sure that some of these brokers out there were offering carriers more money than what they were getting knowing that they weren't going to pay the bill. And that's where people get into trouble in this business. So if you can take that six or seven days and go into Council Bluffs, it's a great place just over the bridge uh, from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, if you can get a load there, you've got to fly in there. Uh, Omaha is a pretty good airport if you have to fly in. But if you can get a load going in there, all the better. You get paid for going there. But I can tell you there's ample truck parking. The uh, the place that they've moved it to in Council Bluffs, it's a, uh, it's a sports, uh, this giant sports complex. So there's, there's room to park hundreds of trucks. And you've got hotels all around there, and it's just, it's a good time. And you'll meet people that just, you're going to meet them talking to them, like-minded people that have the same interests that you do, that have the same problems you do. And you'll do some problem solving. And it's just, um, it really brings out something that this industry needs. You know, there was a there was a time when, you know, you were driving down the road, and if you saw a truck broke down, you would, pull over and you'd help the driver. I noticed people from the same companies, drivers, uh, some of the large companies will drive right by one of their own trucks because that driver's in a hurry. 
and and we've lost that brotherhood. And I think the CMC brings out some of that again. It's kind of nice, uh, where it's a, it's a bunch of like-minded people that love the trucking industry and and love trucks. And you're going to learn a lot. You know, uh, you were there up until last year every year, and uh, you gave your uh, your speeches and educated people on the load boards. I think that's where you and I met. I, I was watching you, and I was fascinated by how you manipulated those load boards, and you were sharing that information with everybody. And actually, I took some of that information back to my fleet and told them how uh, how to do things better. And that's when it really clicked. So if you get a chance to get to the CMC this year, anybody listening, please get out there. It's, it's worth your while. While I'm on my soapbox here, I do want to mention something that I realized this week. Uh, we have been so busy both in the Chicago office and the, the Milton office and the downtown Toronto office that I actually had to roll up my sleeves and, and get into brokering out some loads. And they were spot loads. And, we, and I don't think we're different than any other uh, third party on our third party end. A lot of the freight that hits load boards is not the steady work. The steady work goes to steady carriers. The the additional, the ad hoc work is the work that ends up on boards. So a lot of times what happens is customers will call and they'll call me or they'll call one of the other brokers and they'll want pricing. And, and it is, I hate to say it, it's either, it's usually either best price or the first truck wins. Depends on the shipment. When you're calling up brokers, as a motor carrier and you're looking for a load, first of all, if you don't get the party you're, uh, you're wanting to speak to, leave a message on their voicemail with a clear voice. Do not talk quickly because the dispatcher is trying to listen. And if you're mumble-jumble, especially some of us out there that English is a second language, you have somebody that is... Uh, you know, that's from another country and they're not really fluent in English and they're speaking very quickly, you can't understand them. That's number one. Number two, when you phone up to get a load, know your cost. Know how much money you're going to need for that run. So let's just say somebody is posting a load from Selma, Alabama to New York City. Before you call, run the miles. If it's a flatbed load and you know you want $4 a mile, whatever it is, say, this is my rate. You have a much better chance when you call there and say, okay, the rate's going to be $4,500 rather than, well, I don't know, I'll have to call you back. i got to check with my driver. What is it? You can't do anything like that. Uh, you, really need to, um, you really need to know your business when you call. And, and that will help you be successful because especially if it's an area where there's more load, and there are some areas still in the United States, believe it or not, even after your report where there still are more uh, trucks than there are loads. That does happen. So, you know, especially uh, Colorado, for example, if you're calling on a load from Colorado, which is always part of my language to people in Colorado, but it's a hellhole. It's a tough place to get out of. Know how much you're going to charge and maybe that broker will give you that load. It just makes things a lot easier. And that, now I'm going to get off my soapbox. Well, and, and I'm, I'm going to jump on since you're jumping off. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say, I just, I, I, and I just want to reiterate, um, too, if you, if you are using your load board and you're utilizing all of the information properly that you get from your load boards, you have to... Um, Trust trust the information first off um, that you that you are seeing on your load board. A lot of times, and that's one of the things that uh, if you get a chance to listen to Kevin has some of the people from Internet Truck Stop on his show on Mondays. Um, but if you, if you get a chance to, if you see that you are in a position where the load to truck ratio, if you're strictly working on the spot market. And I understand you want to deal, of course, you want to try to cultivate your relationships mm. as well. Don't allow, um, don't allow yourself to get caught up in sweet talk by some of these brokers. Some of the, you know, the funniest thing, I've, got, I've had two brokers in the past couple of days 
I'm 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 trying to book my truck out for the next week or so. Uh, but it seems as if the brokerage companies has kind of a lot of the brokerage houses have implemented some of the things that I've seen the um, pharmaceutical uh, companies do and hiring young. Uh, sounds like to me young women. I don't know how they look or anything on the other end of the phone, but I know that's something that the pharmaceutical uh, <laughs> companies that had kind of started with their hiring process of hiring more women to go in and, and, and solicit and, and go to the doctor's office. Uh, but the, the women are on the phone and they are, and this is not to sound sexist or anything like that. I'm just trying to explain my what, what something that's happened to me over the past couple of days. Uh, but they are really seductive on the phone with the with the, with the tone of voices, even the way that they it's it's kind of borderline unprofessional. It's it's really uh, hey baby and honey, and I'm like whoa whoa, <laughs> that's not gonna get you a cut on the rate. <laughs> I'm saying that to say you know trust you trust the information that you got. If you seen if you know that you are in a good position in a good area. And if you're really working that spot market hard, get all you can get right now. Especially, I say this to my uh, all three segments right now are in pretty much high demand across the board. Now, if you got a brokerage company that you got relationships with, and the same broker, and you, of course, you know, don't jeopardize your relationship. But if you got an opportunity to really to really uh, make out like a bandit, I'm not saying you got to rape them, but you but you know. Uh, you you are a for hire business a for profit business and right now the demand is there for you to be able to get excellent excellent rates if you uh, stick to your guns and hold out. Uh, one of the ones that we love to pick on, um, you know, they're a good company, but we just love to pick on them here. Nothing nothing personally against them, but you know the uh, the TQLs of the world. Had a, a a young lady call me. I I knew I was in a great area. I was working the spot market on that particular day, and um, she called, was wanting to pay me a rate. I think, I think the lane that I was looking at, uh, I want to try to remember the exact lane where it was going to. It was, it was uh, coming out of Mobile, Alabama, going up to, um, going into North Carolina, and on that general lane uh, to that part of Central North Carolina. It would have put me in another really good area, as we all know, uh, looking at the um, looking at the USDA report, Central North Carolina, Eastern North Carolina, this kind of that same little uh, area. Uh, would have put me in a really good area for my truck again. Uh, but from Mobile up to that way, working that spot market, that rate should have been somewhere in the ballpark of about sixteen hundred dollars. Um, she was trying to get the truck booked for a thousand dollars. Told her, you know, nothing personal, but no, nah, we're not going to be, she, but she, you know, she was, she was using, she was using everything in a toolbox. She was throwing everything at me, but this is in the area that you said that you got, that you have posted as an area, desirable area that you want to go to. We're getting you to that area. We get you at a good rate or whatever, because I think her rate was, might have been a little over $2, right, right at $2 a mile, but however, the spot market and demand right there in that, in that area uh, on that particular day, I think the load to truck ratio as I was sitting there was somewhere in the ballpark of 12 to 1. So I knew I had everything in my favor that I could just hold out, and I was going to be able to get whatever it was that I really wanted to be able to move my truck. Um, and and believe me, you know, uh, I, I've got a couple of people at TQL that I've got somewhat of a working relationship with, but there's really no love lost when it comes to those guys because they will break it off in you. Uh, when they get the opportunity, so I, I don't miss an opportunity to, to to kind of return the favor, to kind of even even things back out. Um, but I'm just I'm saying all that to say to our listening public that if you are there negotiating and everything, trust the information that you have available to you. If you have the information available to you, trust that information. A uh, one way to gauge um, um, if you are really in a good market is when you post your truck. Does your phone begin to ring immediately? You know, time you post your – if you're in a really – that's really the, one of the best indicators to, to to know for certain that you are in a really good area. Time you post your truck, your phone – you can barely hang your phone up from the phone ringing off the hook from people calling you wanting to get that truck. Uh, so if that's the case, you unless it's somebody that you got a relationship with, 
stick to your guns and get what you got. Get, you know what I'm saying, work that uh, spot market and work that supply and demand to your favor as best you possibly can. Um, anything you want to add on top of that, Chuck, before we get into another topic? I totally, Rico, I, I totally agree. Uh, get what you can within reason, but also remember at the same time that we're we're in a boom time. It's, uh, you know, we're, we're just before the July 4th holiday down in the USA. We're July 1st holiday up in Canada. By the way, it's Canada's 150th. Uh, birthday, but you guys down there probably didn't realize that, so um, it's a big <laughs> holiday up here. A little dig there. Uh, however, remember, we're in the uh, come January, when the phone doesn't ring, you don't want to alienate yourself either. Now, I don't expect anybody right. to move a $1,400 load from Alabama to North Carolina uh, because they're a nice person and they're soft, because that's not how you're going to stay in business in this market. Uh, but at the same time, don't gouge them either, because you're going to want that person, especially if they do pay their bills. You're going to want them when things are slow. So just take it easy, and remember, you got to eat tomorrow also. Don't gouge anybody. When you gouge a broker, I can tell you, when, you know, when there's that load from point A to point B, and you know that broker is desperate, and you say, well, you know what, I'll, I, I'll do it, but you know what, I'm going to charge you three times the normal rate, broker's going to remember that, okay? And he'll, you'll be the last person he calls when things are a little bit slow. So it's up to you. If you want to alienate yourself from that broker, go ahead and do it. Um, but you, he won't be there when you need him, you know, unless you are so right. good at what you do that you're getting, you know, you're getting calls all the time and you've only got you know you've got a, a, a small number of trucks you've got one truck or you've got two trucks and you can afford to be uh you can afford to be selective like our friend george from upstate new york who i desperately called yesterday god bless him and he was going to help me out but it was just way more money than what we had in the load we just couldn't do it but he's able to get those rates because he's you know he's got his own customer base and he's somewhat of a niche market player um, and that's how I think, if I can give any suggestion, again, to anybody out there, if you're going to not just survive, but if you're going to prosper in the next, in the next few years, you really need to differentiate yourself from the rest of the herd. You can't just be uh, running, you know, doing what you've always done. Uh, you know, the, we keep talking about disruptive. And, and you need to be a little bit disruptive in business and do things differently. So maybe pick those shorter lanes. We've talked about that several times about picking shorter lanes, pick special commodities, anything that's going to differentiate you from the rest of the herd. And if you do that, I think you'd be successful. Right. And, and I'm just saying, you know, of course, like I say, you don't want to, you don't want to gouge, gouge, but I, I've, I'm a strong component of get with the fair the fair market value, and, and sometimes uh, you know it, it, it's the, the, the broker is is their job. Of course, it's 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 uh, um, you're negotiating, and their, and their job is to keep as much money as they possibly can, and your job is to try to get as much money as you possibly can. But now there's a happy medium that can be had there, and and I'm just saying make sure that you get fair market value for your services at that time because. Um, you know, uh, it, it was, it was, it was to me. It was just a little ridiculous um, that you know. I understand and I know what the going rate is in that lane, but you are six hundred dollars off <laughs> within reason. You know, within reason. You know, we, we'll we'll cut you a little slack, but I mean, but come on now, don't. <laughs> you know what? I, I need I, I need for you. I need for you to be in the be in the ballpark. I need for you to be in the ballpark. I don't, I don't need for you to be out in the parking lot somewhere. I need let's get in the same ballpark and, and then we can try to see what we can come up with. That's right. And you know, I, I think you can also, uh, if you're in the right market, you can always differentiate yourself by being the the last guy people call because you are expensive, but they know you're going to do a damn good job. And you right. don't want to be the first call. 
uh, let the guy that's running his trucks for a dollar forty. Let him blow his brains out and put all his trucks out on the road for a dollar forty. And when there's no trucks left, then somebody's going to call you and you'll be able to get more money. Right, and everything right now, you know, everything. Unfortunately, everything is going up, 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 and it's it's uh, really unfortunate. Man, Chuck, I'm looking at the clock. We got about five minutes left in the show. Uh, we haven't had any questions tonight. If y'all want to get in before the show is up, if you got a question, go ahead and press number one. We'll try and get to you before we wrap up. Uh, but I like to try to always, Chuck, give you an opportunity to uh, tell people um, how you may be able to assist and help somebody out and how they can get in contact with you before we get ready to wrap up and get out of here. Okay, well, they can call me directly if you've got a question or you want to get set up with our uh, head office here in Canada. Uh, you can call me at 800-388-4352, extension 203. I'm going to reiterate that. That's extension 203. And if you call that number and you don't press 203, you're going to go around a whole building of dozens of people. So just press my extension if I'm not here. Leave a message with a phone number, speak clearly, uh, which we all should do, and I'll call you back. You can email me, Chuck at Traffics, that's T-R-A-F-F-I-X dot com, and ask me any question you want. I do respond to everybody, uh, either by phone or email. Uh, if you need loads that are domestic U.S., call my Chicago office. The guys down there are on fire. We're doing all sorts of weird and wonderful things, uh, you can phone them at area code 888-253-8010, and you want extension 743. And if you wanted to, you can email them as well at chicagoopstraffics.com. That's chicagoopstraffics.com. And our website is www.traffics.com. Oh, Rico, I also want to mention uh, I've decided to this year to get a booth down at uh, Gaps in Dallas. So if any of our listeners okay. are down there, drop by my booth. I'm going to be manning the booth myself, and I look forward to meeting some of the people. Cool. Now, when, when are the dates for Gaps? I'm sorry, what's that? The dates, the dates for Gats. I think it's the, uh, I think it's around the 23rd of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's around the 23rd of, uh, of August. Um, hang on, I'll give you the exact date. The Great American Trucking Show. Um, hang on a second. Uh, 24th of August to the 26th. 24th through the 26th of August. So it gives you something to look forward to and, at the end of the summer to make it down there. And um, let's see here. I'm trying to get over. I'm going to put up a link on the Race and Lanes Facebook page for the live. Uh, you guys can go over there and check it out if you're interested. If you want to just go ahead and reserve a seat, the dates for the TMC 2017 is September 18th through the 22nd. Mid-America Center at Council Bluffs, Iowa. Once again, uh, we want to be having a contest, giving away a seat. So just if you are the fortunate person that wins the seat, just make sure that you got September 18th through the 22nd available so that you can actually attend all days of the TMC and get the most from it. Uh, you can't you can't beat free ninety nine. So if you are the person that wins the seat, free ninety nine. That the the, the uh, CMC normally costs uh, eighteen hundred dollars for first timers. Uh, so that's an, a value of eighteen hundred dollars for free if you happen to win. So wow. with that being said, yeah. So with that being that's said, that's uh, you, there is a payment. There's a payment plan that that is available. I'm going to post the link of, for that up on the uh, Facebook page. You can go over there and check that out as well. Uh, we are wrapping up the show. Being said, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you guys for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here. Uh, thank you again goes out to Chuck Snow for taking time out of his busy schedule to join us. 
shouts out back in Atlanta to my daughter. I think uh, Manaya is screening the phones for us tonight. We didn't. She didn't have to work it's too hard for the money tonight. She just had Chuck. <laughs> she just had Chuck getting in. So uh, shouts out to Manaya and uh, thanks to everybody, uh, the entire Less Truck team. I'm Rico Muhammad signing off. We'll talk to you guys same time, same place next week. Give me some ideas on how we can give away this seat to the CMC. And with that being said, y'all be safe out there. God bless you. Good night. And like we always say, keep it in between the mustard and the mayonnaise. We'll talk to you next week. Good night. God Thanks, Chuck. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.